All right, here we are. It's another recording of Inside Fitness Radio with your host, Terry Frendo. And today we have a special guest, Lauren Jacobson. Hello. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you. We also have another special guest here, uh, Cherry. Hi. How's it going, Cherry? Good, thank you. All right. So, uh, Lauren, uh, I've known Lauren for a long time and uh, I ran into her. She's um, in Toronto for the next little bit. And I said, hey, Lauren, you know, we need to we need to get you in on a podcast because you have such a very interesting story. So, Lauren, let's just start off with uh, a little bit of your background. Sure. You, you were born in, in where? Aurelia. Aurelia. Yeah, a little small town just uh, north of Toronto. And you were raised there? I was up raised there. there. I grew up there. And then I went to school in Peterborough. I went to Trent University. And What did you take at Trent University? <laughs> I studied uh, biochemistry and I actually focused on um, biochemistry of supplements and nutrition. <laughs> Oh, wow. Supplements and nutrition. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that obviously led you into doing what then right after school? Uh, when I finished school, I ended up moving to Toronto and I got my first job at a school was actually at a GNC. Oh, which one did you work at? I worked at the big one downtown at the Eaton Center. Oh, yes. so you must have worked with Dwayne? Yes, I oh, worked with yes, Dwayne. Dwayne yeah. was my boss. Oh, wow. <laughs> Very great guy. Love yeah. Dwayne. I haven't seen him in a little while, but definitely... So um, one of the things that, uh, you know, that I'm fascinated with is I've been in the industry for over 20 years and there's very few females that I come across and especially on the science side and all like even yep. like biochemistry. I mean, what is essentially biochemistry? What did you study and, and how did you, you know, use Decide, that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. How did you get into this? Yeah. Um, well, biochem actually is a study of the chemistry of the body. So when I first uh, was in school, I got into fitness, actually. I got into, like, working out and training and that. And when I realized that, like, the two go kind of hand in hand, like, whatever you put in your body is essentially is going to drive what you get out. So I started getting more interested in supplements. Mm -hmm. And I think at the time when I was in school, like, there was only a few supplement companies. And, like, EAS was, like, a big one at that yeah. point. And one of their big products was creatine and phosphagen. So that product kind of inspired me to like look into working in supplements, actually. Yeah. So when did you start working out? Where it was at a young age? Um, I started training when I was in uh, high school, actually. Mm -hmm. And um, that kind of what, what inspired on. you? What, what inspired you to work out? Did you read magazines? Like, who did you see? Was there something that like, I just want to look good? Yeah, uh, two, two things. So one, I was into sports. I really like was interested in like, like, how can I, like, look better? How can I train more? So this was kind of, like, how I started And this started is going back into, what, like, the 2000. I don't want to date you too much here, but we have to put things in perspective because, I mean, honestly, we're, no, you, have to, you have to put things in perspective because the fitness that we see now and everything that we see now is not the way it was back no, then, right? I mean, no, it wasn't, it's right? No, not. I think the first magazine I laid my eyes on was Oxygen. Yeah. And it really inspired me, actually, a lot. Like, um, I used to buy, like, every single What was the issue. first cover? Who did you see? Uh, Nadine. It... Who was it? Uh, she had a ponytail, okay. brown hair, green and pink outfit with, yeah. like, a beach volleyball. Yeah, I think okay. this was one of the first covers. And then maybe Amy, saw, Fladley. Yeah. Fladley. 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 Amy Fadley. Amy yeah. Fadley, yeah. 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 Amy Fadley, yeah, definitely. Yeah. They were big. Well, back at that time, I, I obviously worked at Oxygen, and um, the fitness personalities the fitness stars were 
you know, the Monica Brands and all that. Yes. And they were big, yes. like big, big names. Yeah. Amy Fadley. I, asked, I actually used to do Star Weekends with Muscle Mag and we'd hire them and bring them out. And you'd get hundreds and hundreds of people lined up just, and this is before Instagram. So this is where yes, you would exactly. see the magazines yeah. or. And before even like yeah. really like internet. Like I don't, I don't remember ever doing like a Google search on it for anything until like way, way later. Yeah. It was like waiting for the magazine to come out. Yeah. Like, and oh yeah, they're definitely like waiting, like waiting and waiting. Oh, who's going to be on the cover and what? So you, know, you what always, am I gonna learn? would you consider yourself a bit of a nerd when you were younger? I mean, not, uh, not to, because you I definitely was. don't look like one. I don't want to, <laughs> but I'm I just was saying, where'd you consider Definitely yeah. when I, after, I guess, high school, when I got into university and I was studying like a science, um, at the, yeah, definitely. I, I, the other magazine I used to read a lot was MD because yeah. they would have a lot of chemistry. They were more hardcore it, Yeah, too. it was a bit more hardcore. So I was really interested in the science of like building muscle and how to do that with supplements, nutrition, workouts. Like this was like, yeah. I always had this like, oh man, I want to write for a magazine when I'm done school. Like yeah. that was like. <laughs> so let's get let's get back in because we're gonna go. I don't want to go too far off track. There's so much here to talk about. So you got into fitness, started working out. You actually competed. I did. Yeah, when I competed. You... you know who actually inspired me to compete was when I started working at Muscle Tech. Okay. Um, I ended up going to an Olympia. And the first, one of the first people I met was Monica Brandt. I was like, oh, oh my goodness, I want to look like this. I'm like, I wanted to compete after I saw her. Wow, very yeah. cool, very cool. So after you were at GNC, you were doing that, then you went to go work at, at Muscle, at Muscle Tech, Tech. And yeah. that was, I remember too, there was probably a lot of, uh, Love guys and that and you were doing um, what marketing where you're in science I, I was actually in R&D R&D yeah um I can remember even my interview because they made me like write out the creatine pathway like how much of a nerd is that yeah <laughs> and then uh when I got the job I was actually the first girl to be hired in R&D there was a few girls in marketing but yeah I was the only one like I, was, I think I might have been like employee number like 40 or 50 oh, like wow. it was that's, really that's early it was early days yeah, and there's yeah. not too many companies even back then too that really had an R&D department no right? I mean people would think they do but it was just another lab where actually muscle tech had people in yeah, house they did actually, the research and yeah yeah I guess you're doing what were some of the things that you worked on there that uh, were big or anything a huge accomplishment um I worked on formulas mostly um I worked on a lot of background research we would look at like if we knew we were going to change a formula you know, we need to look and see what's out there right now, what what else can be put into a, a product. And I worked actually a lot on um, some female product lines that never at the point never got launched because I was like the only female at the point at that oh. point working in the department. Yeah, I remember there was a surge <clears throat> back then where they were coming out with products for women. Yes. Yeah. So what did you think? What do you think about products for women? Uh, Let's be honest it's, about this. It's I mean, not let's, necessary. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, I think it's, if if there's. It's more marketing. <laughs> I think, well, listen, I think the packaging and some things can be definitely yeah. more female skewed. But I do think for some products, you could have ingredients and things that would be, would make more sense for a female. If you're talking yeah, about vitamins, definitely. it would be for yes. a male. Yeah. But I mean, when it when you come down to it when all, When it comes right? to like creatine and pre-workout. Some and, of those, I mean, yeah, yeah. Typical stuff. Protein powder. Yeah. All, all of them are the same. Like, it, Yeah. So um, when you were working with Muscle Tech, you would be traveling, you'd be going all over the place. Like what kind of stuff were you, were you um, doing there? Mostly R&D, research and development. I actually started in R&D and then I moved in from R&D into basically new product development. So I was at that point, I moved out of like doing research to doing like product development for new products. So looking for new ingredients. So yeah, I would travel to shows. 
um, like um, supplement supply shows, you know, find new ingredients, find what's going to be like the hot item that we have to put into a product and then start developing the brand from the ground up. So doing all the consumer research, you know, what are we looking for? What is um, our retail companies looking for in terms of shelf space? Like it was it was all like it was branding, marketing, everything that you can think of right down to like the formulation. So you obviously had to push your way through and get, you know, seen and heard. And, and when you're working with people. Yeah, definitely. What would be some of the challenges that you had? I think the first challenge, uh, especially working with a lot of guys, is that you have to kind of prove yourself like that you're at the same level as them, whether it's your your brain or um, even working out. And yeah. and that was actually how I kind of like I, got through to a lot of the guys I worked with when I first started working. At I find, you know, in the in the supplement industry, regardless of your sex, you still have to prove who you are. Yeah, but then it, they look at you and they can look at you and they can judge you. Some people and look at you and say, oh, this person, you know. I mean, obviously you're very pretty and, and you had a look and they could look at you and say, oh, this, what does she know? Yeah. Right? Did you get that? Yeah. Yeah. I got a lot of the, oh, you're not, you're, oh, you compete. Like, especially when I used to go to the yeah. the trade shows, it was like, oh, you, are you a competitor? You're, you're not a booth bunny. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, actually I work for the company. I'm in R&D. It was like, oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. you have, you have a biochem degree. It was like, okay, then. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I always, like I said to you before, I always thought that was was really interesting. And, and you know, here's a little uh, fun fact for people. And I take a lot of pride in this. Is that <laughs> um, when we started the magazine, uh, it was kind of cool to have you know that that whole edge and Mr. X. We had a section. Yes. And Mr. X was written by Lauren for a very very long, long time, time. Yeah. And, and no one knew. We actually people no. would ask me, and it was kind of like our own little inside. <laughs> you know, I guess it was a joke, joke to us, but it wasn't. You know, we we. Well, I remember calling. I talked. I spoke with you actually many times with um, some referrals companies. I mean, this is the thing. The way the way I look at it, I, I don't care. I mean, uh, and I'll be so blatant. I swear, Cherry. I hope that doesn't bother you. Does that no. bother you on the podcast? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I will, you know, yeah, no, I swear. We're, we're, we're not going to bleep it out afterwards. But <laughs> but like, fuck. You know, I could just. It, I don't. It doesn't matter. I am always kind of a person where I don't care really what you fucking look like, who you really are. If you can work, you can do what you need yep. to do. You fucking do it. And I remember calling you and and I had customers. I don't like to refer people to people like, ah, mm, they may get it done. And, yeah. and many times I'd sent them and they were kind of shocked a bit too. They're like, well, you have someone who could write this. And I'm like, yep, she could do science. She could write actually marketing. <laughs> yeah. Because it it's a unique skill. It's yep. not something that too many people, you know, learn to do. Yeah. So, I mean, that was one thing that I thought was just uh, awesome. And, and I'm trying to think of how many other, who have you come across in the science? You know, seriously, in the science world, I know there's got to be, right? But I mean, in the supplement world, I'm trying to think if there was anyone, especially back then. I mean. Uh, I don't, I mean, like the guys that I worked with. Yeah, definitely. Like females. Like, but yeah, females, females, no. Like, I, I mean, even to this day, I don't think I know that many so, girls that you worked must have, in you must the same have a, capacity as what I did. Yeah, you must have a thick skin because just <laughs> listen. If you're in the in the boys' room to some extent, yes. you know what I mean. Like I know how guys are, and they can say things, and and you can't be too soft and take things too, you know. Well, I always like kind of took the approach of like just be like one of the guys. I actually grew up with boys. boys yeah. Like I grew up with my my male cousins, and it was yeah. like. You know, I would be um, more of a tomboy, I think, than a girly girl. You're more so, of a man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it was like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, you just talk about them at the game or this or, you know, just keep it light and don't be so 
um, don't take things so literally. Yeah. Or, um, some like, people now, I think nowadays yeah. take things way too literally. Yeah. Like I find, you know, like I said, I mean, some people are just a little bit too soft before, you yes. know, and, and where I think in the work environment, I get it. You know, people have to be respectful. I mean, of people's uh, feelings, but I mean, there was a time where we were in the like workforce yeah. <laughs> and I remember my boss would say things and all that. And I mean, you really, you're not like, what do you do? You know? And, and uh, of course, sometimes it sucks, but at the same time, you have a thick skin. So, yeah. I mean, thick skin are just like, like, don't take it so seriously all the time. Like I, I would always like, I, there was many times where I'd be like at a show and I would be the only girl working like the booth or the only girl in the room kind of thing. And it'd be like, just, just be like, yeah, whatever. Like just joke with them and, yeah. and don't like, if they say something to you, just, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Joke with them back. So I, one of the things I wanted to get into was, um, well, what motivates you and what motivated you? Let's start off. What motivated you back then to get in and, and to stay in it? What was your, your main motivation? I think I just had such a passion for nutrition and for supplements and research. And I loved combining the two, like being able to work in the same industry that I was competing. I just, to me, it was like, it made sense. And I I feel like even now I'm not sick of it. Like I, I love being able to write and work, you know, on new products and new ideas, new concepts, but not, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm always enjoying it. I think if I didn't enjoy it anymore, then it would be different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that still motivates me. Now, competing kind of back to your fitness stuff, uh, how many shows have you done? I competed for like on and off for 10 years. Wow. Do yeah. you know? Do you actually have a number of how many shows you were in? Uh, I don't know. It was probably around, I want to say 20, maybe. Wow. Yeah, about two to three a year, depending. This, I mean, there will be probably some, uh, quite a few of our, our listeners who who are competing, who want to compete. I mean, to over 10 years on off, that's quite a bit. What advice would you give for someone who's thinking about getting into it now? Um, I was saying actually to Cherry over the weekend, I was like, I don't know if I could ever do this again. I don't know if I would do this now. But we're also you know? older and yeah, wiser. And wiser yeah. I mean, being naive when you're younger is a yeah, good thing. It's, yeah, but, true. Mean, Someone who really wants to do it, right? You remember your mindset when you're younger, you've got all these things going on. I want to compete. What would you say to someone? I would say if you're going to get into it, you have to, first of all, be very confident in yourself. You can't think like if you lose, like you have to be able to handle that loss. Because at the beginning, actually, I did really well and I won. You won. I won a lot. And then um, over time, it was like when I wasn't getting the placings that I wanted, Mm. politics and everything else start to come into play but you can't think you can't take it personally like it's just it's like mindset it's, yeah it's about being a really strong mindset um being really focused on what you think your outcome is going to be and for me i never thought like this is i'm going to compete the rest of my life like i knew that wasn't going to happen like it was take what you can from it now the experiences that you're going to get enjoy the process and once you stop enjoying the process then yeah don't do it anymore and yeah. that's what i did well, we have Cherry here. Cherry, I want to get you uh, in on this a little bit because when you talk about the competition side, you were obviously you were with Lauren. Did you help her out right. with Tanny? Get a little closer to the microphone. Oh, yeah, for sure. So. <laughs> she what, was. Well, actually, when did I you was. guys meet each other? Uh, we actually met at, uh, at NX Labs. Labs. Yeah, when we oh, worked okay. together. So, that so was I was in the trade marketing company. department. Company. Yeah. Yep. She was doing. And you guys became besties right away? Or what? <laughs> she, fought, she she stalked me. She came yeah. to one of my shows, actually. I didn't stalk you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was uh, learning. I was just getting into, you know, that world of competing. And I came out 
and Lauren, you know, she was Good putting Lauren. it out there that she was competing. I went out there by myself and then. Did she help you with any of the uh, diet oh, training yeah. and all that? Like, she helped me with my competition stage. I helped you with, yeah, the yeah, walk. The, yeah. the walk and posing and stuff. Because back then it was, they didn't have bikini. They had yeah, figures. That's right. Yeah. 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 Bikini didn't exist. It was yeah. like the no. America, the Muscle Mania guys, Fitness America. Right. They, yeah. had, they were America. doing that for a long time, but it, bikini didn't actually exist. In, right. Yeah. Around here, but yeah, I um I went out to her first, sorry for nationals or something like that. Uh, yeah, two thousand six was the national world qualifier, right? Yeah, and I went out there and saw her compete, and then I ended up competing in November for my first show. Yeah, yeah. You guys would train together. Yeah, yeah we, we did. We used to. Yeah. yeah, that was fine though. Good times. <laughs> and how was Cherry as a training partner? Great. Yeah, she's really strong. Is she? Yeah. Yeah, you'd never know. Wow. <laughs> yeah, actually, she's very determined. Like, well, when no, she gets I her mindset, like yeah, it's like. But That's what's it. like what's what's your strongest body part, Cherry? What do we got going on? Uh, right now. Well, no. Or back then. <laughs> what's, what, like, legs. Well, legs. I think legs, yeah. shoulders. Yeah. yeah, legs and shoulders. Yeah. How about yeah. you, Lauren? What's yeah. your strongest body part? Used to be my legs, like deadlifts. I could do pretty good. Do you want to yeah. throw some numbers out there to people oh. so they could know? I mean, <laughs> guys have I mean, to throw like, their deadlifts and you know, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, I like. I, at one point, when I was like really into training, I think I did like two plates for deadlifts oh, wow. side. That was not not bad. I oh, I was oh, never yeah. into like um, hurting myself. Like yeah, that's like training too. really training. really hard. Like yeah, because... I would train to look like for figure. I tra- I competed in figure, so yeah. it was all about you know the X, like getting that perfect taper. So, so the your way I trained style... was a bit different. So what would you do like uh, more reps, like hot lower weights? Yeah. It's more about the form, right? This is one. Of yeah, those more about form, more about making sure that everything was like perfect. Like I, I trained with Eric Delaro for many years, who oh, is yeah, uh, Eric. Uh, mm-hmm. Jay Cutler's uh, buddy, and uh, I think yeah. I think he was on Jay Cutler's team for a long time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Eric knows his stuff. I was Eric there, was really good. I yeah. was there last year. You guys hooked me up with Eric, and, yeah, and I went to go. And he gave yeah, me a yeah. tour of Gold's Gym. Yes. Oh, yeah, I'd been there before, but it was really cool. And he gave me kind of the breakdown of what's going on now in Gold's yes. Gym. And like, yeah. it's so different to yeah, where it was really. before. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, a lot of things look the same, but the people and, and the way, it, yeah, the way yeah. it is now. But yeah, Eric, I mean, he knows his. Yeah, his I used stuff. to go see Eric like for like a couple of weeks or maybe eight weeks out from my show. I would go for like a couple of weeks mm. and just train with him. And and get ready. He'd be like, that would be like almost a halfway point in my prep. So when it comes to trainers, right? I mean, what do you look for? What do you think of the key attributes that people should look for in a trainer? Uh, for me, it was someone that I could talk to and wasn't talking like down on to me. Like, so someone who would listen because yeah. I would never like I I knew enough in nutrition and supplements that I could be like, no, that's not that that doesn't work that way. I know that I know my body. Yeah. So Eric was good because we, we would fight like sister and brother. Like yeah. it would be okay. It'd be like we'd fight and then be like, okay, no problem. Yeah, like, you'd listen. Yeah, to I would listen and yeah, back sure. back and forth. I think that's key when you're training with people. I mean, I like to think i know some stuff but i think uh i I don't like a lot of trainers i'm not gonna lie to you i mean i i have dealt with a lot of them i like the elite people and you're right i mean i like when they can listen to you and and they can work with you and tell you what to do but without really making you feel stupid because let's be honest i mean a a good trainer is gonna look at your form help you and correct you things that you should know or you probably know it's just that's why they're there is to yes yeah and i mean like 
I had respect for Eric. Like he had so many yeah. people he's trained with and he was the type of trainer that would listen and um, was always kind of there for you if you needed him. Like not just like through my training, but just everything. Like we now, had a good relationship as a trainer coach. Did you ever work with a female coach at all? Never. Never. Really? But I, I mean, it, maybe at the time there just wasn't that many females that I were. I have a strong feeling that if you were to start now, I'm sure you there would certainly be. Certainly, would. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I would say so. There's so many uh, women out yeah. there now. I just think back then, listen, I worked on Oxygen Magazine. I started issue number four. And uh, to put things in perspective to people, uh, the advertising side, they were giving us ads that were like, men it was it was like it was like uh <laughs> yeah, exactly. there would be ads with like pro-life and it'd be a guy and i'm like yeah this does not work at all yeah. i mean people gotta remember that now it's it's a different time and i mean uh, i certainly think now there would be but back then you were very limited right yep okay so now this is what i wanted to get into you worked in the supplement industry and then uh, was it four or five years ago how long has it been that you made uh, a decision that i left canada was uh almost five years now, this is where I think it takes a lot of guts. You know what I mean? Because it's very easy to stay here. You had a job. I think you're working at another big. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was actually I had a consulting business and I had uh, two clients that I was working you're with. You're making money doing here. Supplements. You're doing well. Yep. And then so what happened? How, okay. How old were you? Because how old were you when uh, this came up? 37 mid 30s around yeah, there because I, I always say to people like around your mid 30s are going to be you know mid mid 20s mid 30s mid 40s you start to make some decisions so you had an opportunity to go work overseas in dubai in yes. dubai yeah in dubai and what's the company uh the company i work for is called kcal and what do they do um we have actually six uh companies that are all related to food and nutrition um, we have two meal prep companies. One is more focused on weight loss. And the second one is focused on um, athlete meals, actually. Okay. So how did this opportunity come up? <laughs> uh, it's a good story. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think maybe eight years ago now, um, I had a client from Dubai. So I used to have a small like kind of online training yep. as well as doing consulting and stuff. And I had one client from Dubai who um, had a friend mm -hmm. who was starting a business called KCAL. <laughs> so like, hey, I got this friend. You should yeah, look at this. So like, this is like even, this wasn't an established company really. No, it wasn't even. So like it's even only... double whammy here, yeah. right? I mean, it's one thing like, hey, I got this, you know, go to Dubai and we have this company. It's like, okay, you know, big company, but this is an upstart. It was, it was, yeah, it was a startup and it was maybe two years old at the time. Okay. So when, when he started new. talking to me about it, I was like, yeah, okay. He's like, yeah, I'm going to give him your number. He's going to call you. I'm like, Right. What did you know about sure. Dubai? What did you know about that? I knew so. nothing about Dubai. I knew it was a pretty place. So the videos, like I yeah. <laughs> saw videos. It seemed like it was like pretty affluent. So, so when shit got real and you got an offer, I guess. Yeah. Uh, what was your initial? Yeah. So basically, the owner he did end up calling me, and he kind of like phone stalked me for three years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he just kept calling me like every few months. Yeah, we're doing this now or we're doing that or it's getting to this point, blah, 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 blah. And then one day he's like, yeah, um, I'm ready. I, are you ready to come work in Dubai? I was like, maybe. Okay. So we started talking about an offer. And once I got the offer that I want, wanted, I decided like, what have I got to lose? It's like, yeah. I have a consulting business. I have a business. I decided exactly. to continue consulting while I was there for the first few months, just mm. in case. I yeah, absolutely. You don't know didn't like it. Yeah. And so when you got to Dubai, what was your first initial thoughts? 
Um, this place is like nothing I've ever seen before in my life. And it's, I think a lot of people have, um, this expectation maybe in their mind, about what Dubai is going to be like, especially yeah. if you're a woman. Um, but it was not like that at all. <laughs> it was completely different than Would I you thought. think it was going to be a little bit more reserved a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. I thought for sure it was going to be more reserved. I thought, you know, like, I don't know. I just didn't know what to expect. Actually. I knew it was going to be warm in terms of the climate, but in terms of working there, I wasn't, I wasn't sure. But the, the guys that I work for, one is uh, from the UK and the other one is from Denmark. So they're, they're expats as well. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, so at least I'm going to be with people that are like, you yeah. know, not, not uh, local. So what kind of things have you done with the company? So what, it's been what, uh, four years? It's been, yeah, four and a half, almost And how many years. stores or how much have you guys grown? Like uh, we've grown a lot. So when I started there, we had, I think, three three or four businesses maybe at the time. So I helped them launch um, the Fuel Up brand. And that was kind of based on my experience as a competitor. Mm -hmm. um, and in the two years, almost three years now that it's been, it's grown quite a bit. Um, we have, I think, nine outlets for KCAL World, which are, sorry, KCAL Life, which is like the restaurants. Yeah. Uh, we also have one in Kuwait. Oh, yeah. And we're looking at franchising out all more. Over. Yeah. yeah all maybe over. Toronto. Maybe. maybe. Somewhere, <laughs> right? Oakville, we could get one. <laughs> so you obviously have been doing a lot of traveling then. Yeah. With this job. Yeah. You, uh, the, when you're in the Middle East, you're pretty much close to everything. Just list off some of the cool places that you've been Where have to. I been? Uh, Beirut is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I've been to Cyprus. I've been to Malta. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right, Cherry? Yes. Malta. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I've been to uh, Barcelona, Ibiza. Um, where else? Where's, uh, what's your favorite place to go? I like Europe. It's yeah. really nice. Yeah. The cult, it's just a little more relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Def definitely. Yeah. Uh, it's way more. Um, yeah, the temperature is different. That's for sure. Um, I did want to talk to you about some things about, like I said, mindset and all that. And, yep. you know, I, I kind of I'm big into this and motivation, like I said earlier. Now, when it comes to you know, coming with ideas, right, where do you find you get your creativity from? Hmm. Um, where do I get my creativity from? I think everywhere and anywhere. <laughs> like I'll give you an example. Like for me, when I when I'm in the shower, sometimes I'm I, I find I don't have any phones. I'm isolated. I come up with my ideas. You know, I find my motivation there. I get some creative ideas. You have a place. Do you go for? Do you go to you know, go on a walk? Like what do you do to uh, create? Because you have to come up with ideas as a marketing yes, person. Yeah, I. It's constant. Whether it's writing or like whatever. But I think now because I have the opportunity to be by the ocean yeah. um, a lot of times when i want to like chill out and like think about things i will go to the beach because i find that to be very relaxing and um i can just kind of clear my head and then think about things i usually bring a book with me sometimes i'll bring um, a notepad and i yeah. just have it like okay i think something okay i like that idea or actually nowadays i don't even use a notepad i use my phone so i have notes on my phone yeah. and even um i find that sometimes when I'm doing cardio. So if I, I do, um, classes now, but, um, before class, before I do, I do Muay Thai and kickboxing. 
Uh, other, uh, yeah, that's a whole other world now. I'm getting into fighting scene. Um, so you, I mean, you obviously like to challenge yourself, right? This is yes. one of those things where, yeah. I mean, and it takes a certain person, like you said, yeah. to, to have that mindset, right? I mean, so you do Muay Thai, kickboxing. Yeah. Have you done any um, extreme stuff? Any uh, bungee uh, jumping or any no, yoga to this stuff? No, no not actually, yet? do you know what? In Dubai, you can go skydiving like every day of the week and i had actually signed up for skydiving and i was going to do it for my 40th birthday but then um every time i went there was bad weather and it was like <laughs> by the third time i'm like you know what i'm not gonna do it. i was yeah. like forget it i think that's a sign <laughs> yeah. um so back to the the mindset stuff too i want to talk because when you were competing you know what what was there anything at that point that you used to help focus on training was there any like tools or tips i know these are kind of like loaded questions and you know but was there anything that would come to mind like you said i don't know uh i would always have a goal when it came to competing yeah. it was always a goal like just with that one goal did you, you want to be a pro was it okay was something that could happen i so did i did want to be a pro but i approached competing with a bit of a different mindset actually i was thinking about the future like past competing so i always thought yeah i would love to get my pro card but I'm actually want to use competing as an, you know, a step towards something else. So I always kind of, even like with my, my current job and anything that I do, I'm kind of like, okay, what's next? So when I started writing for Inside Fitness, I was like, okay, so who else can I write for? You know, now that yep. I've established this, you know, where else? And it kind of led me to, and I you think know, it's smart. I think it's always smart to reach out, and as, as long as you work with credible brands or work with credible yeah. people, it's always a good way to increase your profile. Yeah, right? but I also kind of wanted to use it like as I've grown and aged, <laughs> it was like, okay, I don't want to stay in the fitness fitness industry yeah. necessarily completely like i wanted to work in food i wanted to get into that aspect because i knew it's going to be like the wave of the future like everyone is going to be eating better everyone's going to be you know doing yeah. this meal service and it, yeah. yeah so that's kind of like i always thinking about like what's after this like i'm going to complete this goal and then there's going to be something else i don't like just stop like okay this is done i'm i'm done like that so doesn't happen. <laughs> didn't you have like, so you have multiple goals to get to a bigger goal? Yeah. So you're going to say like, I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to compete. Then maybe I'll do a photo shoot. Maybe yeah. Maybe I'll get in the hot fit. Yeah. You know, that's good. I but mean, I, I, was... I also was more like, okay, I want to compete to, yeah, to get maybe more magazine coverage to maybe build my name as a writer. Because like when you yeah. compete, it's kind of like an entry into it. I don't think that exists now, though, necessarily, because with the social media the way it is, you can create. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anybody can be anything now. Yeah. I think, I mean, competing was a way to get out there. And I think yeah. if, if you could win trophies, I think it's great. Yeah. You, don't, you don't need to win trophies. No, it's, you don't. It's, it's personality. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but you did, you're, you're very unique in the sense that you worked in the industry. I mean, you're around it all. You competed. Yeah. Um, I even did TV. I don't know if you remember that. I had a TV. Oh, that's I right. was on a TV show for like a little while. Was that, uh, <laughs> what was it called? Body, Body Fuel. Body yeah. Fuel. Yeah. That was yeah. a while ago. So you were always into nutrition, obviously, yeah. right? So yeah. what's, what's your favorite foods? My favorite foods. Yeah. Give me like, mm. okay, if you're going to eat, like what's, what's no Good or bad? bad. <laughs> let's do both. But let's start with bad. Bad foods. Okay. Um, I love pizza. I love Italian food. Where's the best pizza you've ever had? Actually, probably... You're gonna love this. Maybe Malta. Malta. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Could but be. also us, like Europe is like yeah. pretty much anywhere you go in Europe is is good. Like, yeah. 
Um, but Malta, yeah, I had some, it's all about I good. had the Maltese like pizza, like the, the special with the yeah. Food. It's they've definitely got some good food yeah. over there. But I, I mean, I, when I was in Malta, I walked so much. Like I was yeah, I did yeah. And then these ice creams. Oh my god. Yeah, gelato. Yeah. So good. Yeah. How about clean food? What's your favorite? Clean. Um, I love to eat salad. Yeah. <laughs> I could eat salad, any kind of salad every day. Greens, green vegetables. Like I eat a lot of, I've changed the way I've eaten. Like I used to eat just like a lot of protein, like protein, protein, protein. And then as I stopped competing, I was like, I don't need to eat all this protein. <laughs> like I don't need all this. Yeah. So yeah. How many meals do you eat? Like I do want to talk a little about nutrition. Uh, nowadays I eat three meals and I'll have two snacks. So it's not really changed that much, but I. Okay. So when you adjust it, so when, cause you competed for is it, uh, over 10 years off and yeah. on. You have to eat more when you compete, right? I ate a lot. I would eat like five to six times a day. How did you adjust afterwards? Oh, that was hard. Actually. Yeah, no, I, I, I def, I've heard this from yeah. another competitor and it was one of the things that I didn't even really kind of think about in that extent because, I mean, I never competed, but I, I certainly, so what, what did you do to adjust? I, I had to stop myself from eating for a long time because I was, I actually found like I was getting heavy <laughs> because yeah. you just You're not going to work out the same yeah, way, but you're still used to kind of Your stomach eating. is used to eating that yeah. much. So yeah. yeah, it took a while to like slowly kind of like get off of eating so much. And now I just eat smaller portions. I yeah. don't really worry as much. I think that's the one thing like when I, when I did travel and you go, I remember going to Portugal years ago and like getting a half a chicken and it mm. was, it was small, but it was, it was organic, but it was, the portions are a lot more yeah. control. And then after a while, if you could kind of adapt, you know, you, you should be able to. You yeah. Know, so. Yeah. And I always, I always have followed like, um, 40, 30, 30, like oh, yeah. 40% protein, 30 carb, 30 veg or 30 fat. Um, most of the carb would be like a split between veg and small amount of starch. Now, um, in Dubai, what's the fitness scene? I know you're obviously working in business, but you see it. I'm sure you go to the, the gym. The fitness scene some is of the... happening. It's growing, yes. expanding. Yes. We yeah. have a mutual friend out there, yes. Greg. He, yes. Uh, has yeah. Matrix and, and a bunch of other, you said MeFit, Me right? MeFit, yeah. So what's, yeah, what's the scene like in Dubai right now? Um, well, when I first got there, it was kind of niche. Mm -hmm. But I've, I would say like in the past five years, I've seen it just like expand like crazy, especially like you can see uh, the Dubai Muscle Show. Like when it first started, it was like a small little like it was at the Yacht Club. Now it's like at the convention center in five years. It's grown. Like, yeah, I heard it was outdoors. The first one, right? Yeah, it right? was. I didn't, oh, wow. yeah. yeah, I heard it was yeah, outdoors. Yeah. It was at the that. Yacht Club. Yeah. yeah. Well, and now it's in the and convention it's, center. It's big. It's big. It's certainly. We need to go out there, Cherry. Yeah. You ready for it. that? Yeah. December. Let's do it. December. 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 Yeah. Now, uh, what do you have lined up for the future? What do you have planned? Um, well, I'm thinking that it might be time to perhaps do my own thing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. We'll oh. see what happens. But yeah. So we'll have to maybe do a follow up and uh, down the road. Yeah. See end yeah. I, I'm, I'm not like I love Dubai, but it's one of those type of places that you like have to really think okay what's long term yeah, yeah it's, it's not a, it's not like a long-term place it's a long term it's a very transient environment but it's like okay so i've done it yeah what's next hey well that, yeah. i made that goes with the personality too right you need yeah. some new challenges in your life yes. obviously from what you've told us today there's, there's a lot of big things yeah in the future so thank you very much lauren i thank appreciate you. It, cherry thank you thank you all right thanks guys thanks